Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. When I was in graduate school working on my first master's degree, I had the honor and privilege of going to India for a few months and study the culture there. Well, while I was there, I was able to go to Calcutta. And I knew in Calcutta, Mother Teresa, the Catholic missionary, was working. She had already won the Nobel Peace Prize, so she was quite famous. And I had read about her through the book by Malcolm Ruggeridge, Something Beautiful for God. So you might imagine I was very excited to see the beautiful work that she was doing. Well, when I was there, she was there, but she was sick. So though I got to see her, it was for a very brief amount of time. But I was very honored and privileged that I did get a visit this very beautiful soul. I'm sure most of us know quite a bit about her, where she went to Calcutta in India and helped people that are sick and dying to improve their lives or in many cases hold them as they were dying. She did have enemies during her lifetime and to this present day not everyone agrees with her stance on a variety of issues. But that's not what I want to talk about. She is a beautiful soul who truly helped so many people around the world. Whether you agree with her or not, she gave and gave and gave from her heart. And though she had fame, I think what she really wanted to do was make people's lives better, which she did, thousands of them, more than we will ever do. But I do think there's something we can learn from her that you may not expect if you followed Mother Teresa, you may know that when she was going through the process of becoming a saint in the Catholic Church, what they do is they go out and interview people and look at her letters. Well, she had asked when she passed that her letters that she was writing to people in private be destroyed, but they weren't. I mean, after all, they're from Mother Teresa. Who's going to destroy a letter from Mother Teresa? So when they found the letters, they discovered that she struggled. She struggled emotionally and spiritually with one very specific thing. When she was younger, she had a mystical experience, a moving experience, whatever you want to call it, but a very beautiful experience of God calling her to go to the field and work with the poorest of the poor, which she did for her entire life. And as I said, her life was beautiful. But this experience that she had of God really reaching out to her in her mind and telling her to go out to the poor didn't continue. She felt disconnected from God and that deep spiritual experiences she had at a younger age just on the affective, emotional, spiritual level didn't continue. She, of course, continued her work, but the emotional connection just wasn't there anymore. And in many ways, she felt empty. She felt depressed. And she didn't feel God's presence in her life like she did when she was younger. Well, in regards to her experience, I think there's two lessons that we can learn from Mother Teresa. The first one is, we may in our lives, through relationships, through our faith, through so many different experiences, have what we might call mystical or beautiful experiences that happen to us. They're magical, they're wonderful. But what we have to be careful with is these experiences can create a desire, an attachment that's so powerful that we really spend perhaps years or even the rest of our life wanting them back. 
where what they were were just experiences. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. But we always have to be careful with attachments. When we grab onto something, we may often suffer with that attachment. I remember once, on a very different note, meeting a man once who had, when he was playing soccer, an experience of being in the zone, and it was a perfect game for him. And he'd spent the next 20 years trying to have that experience again, to no avail. I think in life, we may deeply fall in love with someone, have a child that just our heart opens up to, or in our faith, have experiences with the divine that are truly beyond words. And they're wonderful. They're amazing. But we have to be careful and not be too attached because we may only have them once in life. And that's okay. We can still have beautiful lives. But if we seek to feel the way we felt then through the rest of our lives, that will create suffering. One of the main lessons I've learned in life is, because I've had some beautiful experiences in my life, is that though I enjoy them, though I deeply love them, I don't suffer if I don't hang on to them. I'm very glad when they come. I am. And I deeply love them when they happen. I do. But when they leave, I just let them. I don't even try to recreate them. I realize that they come. And I don't know why often, but they do. And so they go and I let them. And I go back to that peace of just living in the present moment well, realizing though life may be like a roller coaster, some days are up, some days are down, and some days are in the heavens, truly mystical and magical. But I come back to earth and that's okay. I don't try to recreate these experiences. I don't get attached to them. I don't even need them. I'm just glad they come. And when they go, if they never come again, that's okay. So the lesson in life is that we may, like Mother Teresa, have some amazing experiences, but they can go. I mean, think of this example. Right now, we may have the most beautiful children that we deeply love the most awesome partner, our soulmate that we're so in love with, have the job that seems just perfect. But these things can change. That's the impermanence of life. Life changes. If we don't hang on to things, it's wonderful. And when they go, it's okay. We're really glad we had them, but we don't need them. We're just glad we had them. And so, we may grieve them when they go, particularly if it's someone that we love that isn't in our life anymore, even if it's God, or the experiences we have of feeling God. It's still okay. I mean, though we may miss those experiences, it doesn't mean that we can't still have beautiful lives, because we can. The key here is having these experiences like Mother Teresa and not hanging on to them, and being okay with them, even when they're not there. And that's the second most beautiful lesson of Mother Teresa. Her experience did pass. It didn't come back. And though she spent the rest of her life wondering why, and at times 
being rather sad about it, she continued to do what she was called to do. She continued to love people as they were dying, even when they weren't of her faith, holding them in her arms as they passed. Otherwise, they would have just died on the street alone. She did so many beautiful things to people that made their lives a little bit, if not significantly better. And yet, she didn't always feel like it because of her craving for the past experience. And yet, she did. So in life, we may go through things like Mother Teresa, where perhaps we had the most beautiful child that we remember holding, and now maybe they're gone, or maybe we don't see them very often. Or we fell in love with someone so deeply, so dearly, it just incredibly changed our lives, and now they're not in our lives anymore. We can still have beautiful lives. We can still live well. The key is being thankful for what we got in the past, grieving the loss of that past experience, and then living in the present moment well, realizing that life is impermanent, which means it may change. And two, that's okay, because we don't need to be attached to anything. The main thing that we focus on is the here and now. What is before us right here, right now? Not in the past, not in the future, right here, right now. And in that present moment, can we find something beautiful to be with? There is always something beautiful. I know life doesn't unfold the way we expect, and sometimes it unfolds ways that we really don't even want. But when it does that, can we say to life, okay, this isn't what I wanted, but I'm going to make this work. I'm going to still have a beautiful life regardless of what life throws me. I can always find something beautiful in the present moment. Even if I've had terrific loss, even if things are so hard right now, because I know that in the present moment, if I stay there, there really isn't that much to be worried about or fearful or sad about. Because in the present moment, all there is is that present moment. Our fears, our desires, our attachments, our suffering comes from our hanging on to the past or clinging to a future. Instead, if we just live well in the present moment, life, each breath, can unfold so beautifully, but it may not be in the way that we expect. It may not even be in the way that we want, but if we let go of our wants, it will be because it's unfolding exactly as it is. And though we do our part, make changes when we can, when life says, no, that isn't the way it's going to unfold, we say, okay, life, I accept these changes since I can't do anything about it. I'm going to accept and live well with what you've given me today in this moment. I don't know what tomorrow will hold, but today I can live well, one breath at a time. And if we do that, then the lessons we can learn from Mother Teresa are when we have incredible mystical experiences, that's wonderful, but let them go. Don't hang on to them. 
And two, after they go, keep moving forward. Keep going in the direction that we know our hearts are supposed to be going. Never give up. Never give up. And if we do that, one day at a time, one breath at a time, we too can have beautiful lives. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you are finding these episodes helpful, I would love for you to share your experience with others. The easiest way for new people to listen to this podcast is just refer them to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Or if you want to do more and leave a review, on that site you'll find a Yelp link, a Google Plus link, a testimonial link, or perhaps even the site you're listening to this podcast on. Often you can leave reviews there too. The reviews are an awesome way to encourage people to start listening to the Happiness Podcast. And until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling and coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.